Are you my podcast? 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 Hey, uh, Sarah Colonna, my favorite maths hole. How are you? Hey, maths hole. Yeah, we both have our maths hole shirts on, guys. We're so proud of these. Um, and they're really mm -hmm. a nice cut on your boobies. And we have a nice Ugh. unisex cut. You know, we have all the things. The link is in our bio on Instagram. Are you my podcast um, for your merch? Mary, this. OK, yes. there's so much to talk about tonight <clears throat> for Married at First Sight. Like it is. I can't yeah. even. Yeah. Shook. I'm shook. I shook. Now, obviously, we're going to get into it, but the elephant in the room or the crown in the room is that mm -hmm. um, there was a rumor on MAFSFAN, the Instagram, and MAFSFAN, their gossip is usually always right, or their spoilers, whatever. And there was a rumor, and she and they confirmed it. I don't actually know who runs MAFSFAN, so, um, but they said that the bride gave the gift of the crown and the sword, and tonight- that was confirmed doubly by watching the show. And I am shooketh. I I can't tell you. I mean, talk about eating my words. I mean, I basically came up with a personality for Michael based on the fact that he wore a crown and had a, a sword uh, when he was about to meet his future wife. And now that I know it was her, I actually think her... Uh, running away from the altars, the second most embarrassing thing she's ever done. I, I serious. Okay. We will, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We only want to, we obviously want to tell you to join our Patreon $7 a month, tons of content on Thursdays today. We go over there and we do bonus material about married at first sight. And then on Sunday, you get your Sunday episodes that are just super fun and they're non-married at first sight related. So just a little bit of a palate cleanser for you. And we have our Facebook group, Are You My Podcasters, where there's tons of fun in there. And there was a lot of discussion about this exact thing, the crown and the sword. And <laughs> we have just so much, so much to get into. I do just before we start on Married at First Sight, just a quick topic because you and I sent it to each other and I thought- Which is amazing. Yeah, which means yeah. we have to talk about this just real quick because um, mm -hmm. it is really entertaining to me. Also, hi guys. Thank you for being here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We're so, we're so frazzled. There's just so much shit to talk about. We're like, yeah, hi guys. Hi listeners. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. And, um, it's in the theme of dating and marriage, there was a topic that Mary and I both stumbled across that we just want to talk about mm -hmm. real quick, because I would love to hear all of our listeners opinions on this, which you can always sound off in our group or on our Instagram. Um, so this woman goes viral. She was on TikTok. She went viral for eating a whole bunch of oysters. 48. <laughs> I mean, 48 oysters. That's four dozen. Listen, it's not a huge amount being that there isn't much to them, but yes, carry on. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of oysters. Um, she was, she's in Atlanta. So she apparently goes on a date with a guy that had been asking her out for drinks for a while. And she ordered a dozen oyster oysters or $15. Then she proceeded to order another plate of oysters that followed by two more. So she ate 48 oysters, was loudly slurping them. You watched the TikTok, correct? I, I watched the TikTok and honestly, um, I mean, I, we, you know, we'll we'll get to the end of the story. But the most offensive thing she did was the the audio, her slurping those fucking oysters <laughs> and just like literally making orgasm noises was probably the most off putting thing. And I'd like to say for the record, fifteen dollars for a dozen oysters is a is a hot deal. OK, I'm going to look that place up the next time I'm in Atlanta. That I will say it is a hot deal. It is. a but you start going $15. Now it's $60. And all you've had so far is oysters. 
and you've never met this person. She didn't before. share one either. No, and was he? So obviously he was not sitting there when she was. I mean, he was sitting there when she was doing it, but she just didn't show him. Well, that's a good question. We'll have to. I, I have some thoughts on that too, because at the end it does say that some people thought she just made this up for like a TikTok video because she's filming it the whole time. But then they did go, somebody did ask the staff and they followed up at the restaurant that there was in fact a gentleman present. So I don't know exactly when he was in the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. So, so long story short, she also ordered an entree of crab, crab cakes and potatoes and they had drinks. (laughs) And then when her date came back, when the check came, her date went to the bathroom Okay. And then he never returned. So yeah. he had to go get some cigarettes by dad. Yeah. You know, that's- cigarettes, milk, <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> and so she thought, oh my God, where the fuck is he? Is he going to come back? He's never come back. I'm like, hold on. It's been 10, 20, 30 minutes. So she paid the check. It came to $184 before tip. I'd like to know how much she tipped. She confronted the date over text and said running out of, running out on a tab is crazy with a few whys she texted him and he said i offered to take you out for drinks you ordered all that food i can cash app you for the drinks i love that response i am yeah not on her yeah. side um no for several reasons and most of the internet was obviously not on th- her side either i i, I would have left because she was filming our date the entire time instead of yes paying any attention. This is a first date and she's just on TikTok ordering oysters and making uh, people watch her slurp and eat them. And you're just sitting there with your dick in your hands. I would have left a long I, time I would, before the check came. I was going to say the same thing. I mean, she literally filmed a soft porn while he apparently was either sitting there, or not sitting there in, in just, I, I Listen, oysters. Are you an oyster person? I like oysters. Yeah, I like an oyster. I don't know if I like four dozen at once. I think texturally uh, it would start to be a little bit weird. And I I just she just seems very, very rude. In fact, I can't find it here. And I'm we don't fact check a whole lot, but I combed the article that the version I said, I think she also like only tipped like $11 yes. or something like that. I don't know the exact amount and whatever. The, that's all she had. Is, but we, no, 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 there. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah right. You can cut out one plate of oysters, something. That's at least, a bit, maybe cut the crab cakes or one of the dozens. Yeah. Yeah. True. At least 15%. Obviously I'm a 20% and I'm not, but you don't leave $11 no, on a $184 bill after the, 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 the waiter probably had to, wait for you to stop filming for a few seconds so he could put yeah. the oysters down. I mean, you're just a pain in the ass. This person is yeah. a huge pain in the ass, huge pain in the ass. And yeah. I'm and, glad that you yeah. watched the video. Thank you for taking that, that, that bullet for me because I couldn't do it. Oh, I couldn't watch it. Oh, it, it. was, it was so bad. And the, just the, like I said, the audio and not alone. Um, I actually applaud the guy for even texting her back. You know, even at that point, I'd be like, I'm done with this whole thing. I mean, she clearly had an agenda when she went in here or into the date and a a big fat no thank you. So listen, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to put this out in the universe. First date with somebody, cap it at one dozen oysters. I don't care if, if you haven't, I don't care about anything. That's it. That's the rule or you're a monster. I I agree with that. Um, uh, Or... Just assume that if you eat four plates of oysters, I don't care what the price is. You just pay for that. If that person's just sitting there while you're slurping oysters and making a TikTok, you should actually pay them for their time. Okay. That guy should have, she should have given him, she should have cash apped him $200 and said, I'm sorry for wasting your time tonight. Yeah. No, he, and plus maybe some extra tip compensation for just how violently uncomfortable he had to have been that entire time. The whole staff should have been, I I don't know. She should have sent cookies. It's disgusting. And I'm going to go back to stop at one dozen. Stop at one dozen. That them's the rules. We don't make them. We just tell them, but actually we do make them and we can do whatever (laughs) we want because it's our podcast. So we can make any kind of rules. And I did read in the article that the the manager who was there that night, who obviously said this all did happen, um, 
she said, it's really typical behavior for our restaurant. And I thought, well, that's not fun to hear, is it? You <laughs> go to no. work every night knowing knowing that someone is going to just be rude and just put your put your phone away. You're on a date. Put your phone away. And then also restaurant. Why didn't you just throw in an 18% gratuity? Just throw it in. Throw it in. Oh, so you yeah. don't have to worry about people tipping. Yeah, there we go. I think that if that's their typical uh, issue, that their typical customer, then they should do that. I was trying to remember if I'd been to that place because I lived in Atlanta when I was shooting in, in Insatiable and I went to a lot of restaurants, but I don't think I've been there. It was called Fontaine's. So if anyone is in the Atlanta area, go to Fontaine's and tip somebody really well. Okay. If you can. Yes. And keep um, your slurping to a, a decent indoor <laughs> volume. Jesus Christ. Mary. Uh, Tonight was so much of Married at First Sight, so we're delving right in. I I think we should just start off with the the crown and the sword and Michael. I I first of all, I cannot I will never get the song that they played when she ran away out of my head. Please tell me at least. No? Well, no, no. I definitely listened to it, but I mean, I need you to well, remind me. I'm running me, away. I'm running away. I'm running away from you. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. Cause I'm running away from you. I mean, wow. Oh boy. They hit the nail on the head with some of these, don't they? Dare I call that one a banger? A true banger. <laughs> Uh, a true married at first sight banger. I would agree. I hope I hope they they need to come out with a season soundtrack I for think, each season. Go back. I think someone sent me there is one. Mm. And I I can't remember, but someone in our podcasters group, are you my podcasters on Facebook? Asked to join, have a nice time. Um, I believe they've sent me a few people have sent me links to them. And for some reason, I don't. And like listening to them not on the show while they're literally just they find a song that says exactly what's happening in the moment to match yeah, it. Yeah. It's just it's not the same. I don't get the same joy yeah. out of it that I do no. from watching it. I agree. At the very least, I would need someone to put a compilation together of just the bangers. <laughs> <laughs> just strictly the, bang- the bangers. Strictly the bangers yeah. from yeah. the fact yeah. that it started with the wedding of Michael, which is just funny, sad. Uh, yeah, sad, funny. I, there's a lot of theories out there floating around. Um, Math's fan also um, has recently said that the girl that we have seen the name of his match for the cast, uh, Chloe, is in fact a second match. Now, again, it's it's a rumor oh. until we see it. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. So we don't know for sure, obviously, but Maths fan usually gets good intel. I don't know where they get it, but I would really like to know because I would like it too. Um, but I know they, so that was, so they're saying that there, cause there's articles out there because she was released as a cast member before. And so people think that's the person that ran away. And so there's articles like she makes, Chloe makes history by ditching him at the altar and Maths fan posted, no, no. That is a second match. Now, listen, again, this isn't necessarily a true spoiler because we don't know. Maybe I should have said spoiler alert, but whatever. You'll be fine. If, yeah, <laughs> if, it's, if point, it's true, you'll yeah. be fine. And if it's not, you'll be fine because we don't know when that is, if it happens, if we see it happen, if they do it off air and they just go, hey, found someone. Here's a first date for you. Like no clue what that even means because I've never right. seen we've never seen a second match situation. So I don't know even if we will see it, even if it is true. It's all. But the theory you know, is that this was made up because they have to cut her out, I I don't buy that for a second. This is not made up for ratings. Michael and his oh. friends are not that good of actors. There is zero no, percent no, no. chance. The for whatever reason, us not seeing her, which tonight was real obvious. I mean, they didn't show the side of her room. The room, you know, no, they showed him talking, but you couldn't see anybody. Hopefully somebody out there in Colorado can identify some of the bridesmaids by the back of their hair because we saw that. I, I, well, that going back to the maths fan, that Intel, I agree that it is so clear that there's some sort of legality involved. Yes. That this girl's been wiped, that they, that they're, 
it would lead me. I never even thought about that, but like a second match or whatever. But that that's not. I guarantee you, that's not the Runaway Bride. I exactly because I don't think her name would even be out there because we're not there. No, so clearly for some reason, right? Whether it was them or her, someone made sure she wasn't going to be shown, and we don't know why. I mean, maybe she's like a murderer or something, and they had to hide her because they were like, we don't want anyone to know that we cast a murderer this season. Oh, that That's would my be new theory. cool, kind of. I like that. Like some sort of MAFS witness protection. I like it. <laughs> we should be at MAFS witness protection, by the way. I know. As much shit as I we know. talk. <laughs> if Are you we, kidding? If they can do that, can they also protect us? Um, yeah, so I, I I don't know. Who knows why? Or, or, or I doubt we'll ever find out the reason. Like I said, there was some Reddit stuff that said she, it was her that asked to be cut out, but we know they have to sign these contracts, but of course any contract can be contested and broken. And uh, so who knows? Um, Well, I want to ask you your opinion then, because like in tonight's episode, they show him reading a note that she had supposedly written after, you know, she fucking left him high and dry. Do you think that was really from her? See, I, I do. I think, I don't think that was her voice. Um, no, I don't either. But I yeah. think the things she said, I would assume were either similar or close to what she did say in the moment. And then they just did like a, a voiceover. I swear to God, me trying to watch, because when he said, my name's Michael, I pointed this out last week. We, we only saw a second of the wedding last week. But when he says, my name's Michael, he seems to repeat her name first. Right. And okay. oh, the slowing down and the pop, me trying to see, like, if I could just read lips, could I see what her name is, which would get me nothing because her name is probably shared by a lot of people as most first right, names are. Right. But I tried so hard. I, it just seems, yeah, su- shit, su- some kind of shit at the fan. And so they are just not showing her for whether, like you said, her reasons are theirs. We're not sure. But um, I definitely, believe that it happened. Uh, That was real clear from his friends, from his family. You know, there's somebody at that wedding is going to release something. One of somebody on his side, if I'm his friend, I'd be out, I'd be posting photos from that day. I'd be, I mean, maybe they're not allowed to take photos that day though, but I'd be, I don't know. I'd be all over Facebook saying, you know, this is who it was. (laughs) Unless there's like a really good reason not to, I guess. I mean, it's, it's, it's very controlled. The situation is very controlled. Like even when on after party tonight, when anything is talked about, the girls don't really, you know, even reference anything. It's like, oh, if this happened, you know, Keisha's like, oh, how would you react if this happened to you? Blah, blah, blah. Nobody's talking about the, clearly if they got up to this point, wasn't she at the bachelorette and shit? And also, I know we have a lot to say, but I, I did prepare a statement. Yes, I am. Um, thank you. Please, please continue with your statement, Mary. I just, it's more, you know, I think we owe, I owe uh, Michael a little bit of an apology because I couldn't have been more turned off by the fact that he um, was wearing a crown and a sword that I thought that he had brought himself. So I just... Prepared a little statement for Crown Gate. <clears throat> hold on, okay. I, uh, I I I got a sword in solidarity, so I have. I'll hold the sword. Oh, uh huh. That's a nice sword. Yeah, it's nice. Like it's that. definitely it's, not real. Don't want it, anyone to worry. Hopefully, I can give it to like a child for Halloween. But uh, oh, yeah. I just want you to be a prince for Halloween. <laughs> okay. So, dear Michael, um, this is on behalf of Are You My Podcast, Mare Bear and Kuda. I apologize for the flippant and ill-informed comments I made about your wearing a crown and wielding a sword at the altar last week. They were judgmental and in poor taste, as I stand corrected that you, in fact, were not the purchaser of these items. You did not deserve to be crown-shamed, and for that, I am sorry. Moving forward, I promise to be respectful, non-judgmental, and to keep my baseless comments and opinions to myself until they're proven to be true. That last statement is a lie. I cannot help myself. Sincerely. Mare Bear. I like the way you said Mare Bear, like that's your actual last name. Like first and last name. 
Anyway. Thank you, Mary. So, Listen, it takes yes. a big woman um, it does. to admit when she's wrong. I, you, you, I would like to acknowledge you're not the only person that crown shamed him. Many people did. Um, I mean. It was <sighs> a lot of people said he saw that. They saw, saw the crown and ran. So I actually applaud Married at First Sight for revealing where it came from so that that could not continue for the whole rest of the season as the theory as to why she took off. I mean, literally that's the worst thing she did to him was in, or the editing that they did to him is to let that hang for a week that this fucking guy rolled up with a crown and a sword. I mean, honestly, I w- there's a lot of other terrible things I would rather see at, at the end of it, the altar. If it were me, I, a hundred percent. And honestly, he, you know, he keeps talking about how he's sort of quirky and all these different things. He, he joked around to the side of the room that he, that we never got to see, but that was obviously there and said something. Don't worry about the neck tattoos. I'm like, she gave you a crown and a sword. This girl, she probably did run away from her soulmate, to be honest with you. They probably. Yeah. Probably might have been yeah. a good match based on based on this and the fact that he was a good sport and and held a sword up there. And to your point of it's the worst thing he did. Not only do you give him a crown and a sword, but then you leave him standing there like an asshole wearing it and you take oh. off. I mean, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah. She, I think he, he absolutely dodged a bullet. I mean, it's, you know, not to be wham, 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 everything happens for a reason, but I mean, a million percent. And I actually, I hope he gets matched with somebody else. I mean, you know, he's, he's grown on me. Not only did I eat the, the, what is it? Humble pie or crawl my face or throw something out there about the, the crown for crown gate. But like, he's a cool guy. You know, he's he seems to be a nice guy with what we're seeing with how he's handled this and his friends. You can tell a lot about somebody by their friends and he has good friends. I thought that exact same thing. I thought this guy has good friends. They're being really supportive in the moment. They're they're applauding him for the way he handled it, which I do, too. You're on yeah. TV at the, at the moment. He has no idea how they're going. I don't know. And now not only. Did he have to handle it the way he did? He's the only face of it. So we don't even, so she's kind yes. of off scot-free in an in a annoying totally. way. An annoying way, right? Because he has to, but it's not, it's other than the being left standing there with the, with your with your sword in your hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say to him, uh, it's not embarrassing. She obviously- yeah, yeah. When I, I thought what the girls said on after party was it made it seem like she probably was there for the bachelorette and stuff. And and maybe they just, yeah, edited. I feel like I remember seeing a couple blurred faces and I don't know if you noticed this, but at one point with the, with her, you know, with them not showing her and he's wearing his crown and then you can't really see anything else. And then they cut back over to him and he's not wearing his crown. So I think I like this is why I think there was some legal shit because she had to like they had to reshoot something because he took the crown was oh. missing in one, one quick. So I don't know who forgets a crown oh. in, in that kind of situation. But yeah. there was one point when you, unless it was like falling off the back of his head and that's why we couldn't see it. But there was there was one moment. You're it was a quick right, one. Sarah. They, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, especially Thank if they you. had to like reshoot. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, I bet you they had to reshoot stuff. If they had to scrub it that clean or she's just like, we can't even see the face of a bridesmaid. They probably had to. I mean, maybe she's like, maybe she is like, maybe she is. We would find out it was a woman that's got 10 bodies in her basement. And they're like, we can't believe that we went through the whole interview process and and went through her drawers and and went through her kitchen, but never found the 10 bodies in her basement. We got to get her yeah. the hell off of our screen. So that's just going to be my new theory that I'm just going to run <laughs> with is that she's an axe murderer and they had to get her off the screen. Oh my God, please let that be it. That would be amazing. And then they have to like give like Pepper some training for next time where they're like, listen, <laughs> you spend 
a little too much time in their underwear drawer. We're going to need you to check the basement when you go now. Check <laughs> any sort of, you know, dark little hidey hole closets. You got to get your get your nose out of their undies, peps. Okay, there's bigger <laughs> fish to fry. Bigger fish to fry. I can't even fathom. I hope there's, I, I don't, I don't feel that confident we'll find out the ever the true reason because if they had this to go this far to scrubber, I don't think they're going to let it be released. But I'm just saying her identity might come out, I would imagine, because somebody in that room oh. isn't legally tied to not re- revealing who she is. Right. And although he does seem right. like he has such good friends that they're like, we don't even care. Like, we're not going to give her the time of day or whatever. Maybe one of her friends is like, she's kind of a bitch. And you know what? I'm, I don't like that she got away with this whole thing. And she, you know, so maybe somebody will, it'll be one of those anonymous call-ins or something. Either way, I, I feel the same way. I think once this season's over, there might be a shot. You know what I mean? Like once it airs and all yeah. that. God, I wish, but. I wish we could have her on the podcast and be like, what? Also, oh. well. I mean, the girls made a good point. Okay. They, 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 she wasted someone else's time that could have had this opportunity. And so maybe that is why, if that rumor that Maths fan has posted is true, that this Chloe person is a second match, maybe that's why they end up going back and saying, well, we've had other people go through this process. So maybe we should figure it out again, whether or not we see that, or if it's just like a spinoff in an extra season, I mean, I don't know, (laughs) you know, um, I can I just add one thing when Emily answered Keisha's question about that about oh like what would you have done if you were left standing at the altar I felt like Emily this is my theory she became friends with this girl because the way she answered she really defended the runaway bride's angle of this or the reasoning and talked about having compassion for this person that leads me to believe that they probably did a lot of boozing together Okay. Yes. Maybe, maybe that girl, um, Mm -hmm. maybe it's, maybe it's Emma. Wait, is Emily the one that also has a a sister or is that Claire? No. Who's Claire has two sisters. Yeah. But then on after party, someone else said they're also a twin. Did you not hear that? Oh, I missed it. Yeah. I think, um, I think I'm trying, let me just scroll. Um, I think it must've been Emily. Must've been Emily. Yeah. Yeah, on after par, she says, oh, because I think it was, I think I watched last week's because you and I had to get to recording so quickly oh, last right. week that we didn't watch yeah. the after party. That's why we didn't talk about after party last week. And I think it was on that one. And she said something about having a twin. What if the runaway bride is Emily's twin? New theory alert. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, Sarah. I mean, I don't know how sturdy that is, but it's it's fun. It's very fun. Listen, this is I don't the think Emily could season. keep a secret. No. I don't think Emily could keep a secret, Sarah. She'd it'd be like one hour and she'd be like, It was my sister. <laughs> Crack. She'd snap open a white claw. That's a good point. They it's she's a, a risk to have on after party because she's probably gonna let a name slip. But I guess they would just be like, We're gonna have to edit that out. But name she, slip, nip slip. Yeah. She we'll get to her quickly in a second. But the other thing I want to point out, um, I think we deduced the way he spoke last week or a couple of weeks ago that he's pretty set financially. Right. He kind of alluded to that. Yes. That was, Mm -hmm. um, he gave her a a diamond tennis bracelet as she gave him a crown and a sword and he gave her a diamond tennis bracelet that luckily we found out she gave back. Yeah. I mean, thank God. Yeah. I like that too. Keisha asking all the, all the questions we want to know. Was it real? (laughs) Cause then he said, yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not nothing. No, it's not nothing. I mean, obviously there's all many versions of that, but um, you know, what you can spend on them, but it's not, it definitely wasn't a crown and a sword. I'm just saying. And no, I think not at all. I like his attitude. I like that the most important thing to him was that he came off that he handled it with passion and that he didn't, and he, which he totally did. But I think it says a lot about someone that they're most, that it's very important to them that they handled a stressful situation respectfully. And, um, even if they don't, weren't expected to. So he seems like a good guy. 
I, I found him pretty attractive during after party. The more he talked, I was like, yeah, yeah. me too. I could see, yeah. you know, he, cause he just seems emotionally mature in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, listen, that could fall apart next week, but I'm just saying for now. Um, and again, I, you know, Mary, thank you for preparing a statement for crown gate and you're welcome. I just, I hope whoever, if he really does have a second match, I hope that we don't have to hear that song again. I hope she doesn't run away from you. (laughs) I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. Oh, it's like my, it is my jam. Uh, I love, it's a bagger. You nailed it. It really is a banger. That's amazing. Well, I don't know. I hope, I hope whoever, Whoever he, you know, spends his time with next, I I think that they both would really benefit from sleeping on nice sheets. You know what? That's a good point, Mary. In fact, I would like his as his address because I feel like we owe him a gift. So Michael, I know if you're listening, I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we don't. I mean, it sounds like you have enough money to buy them yourself, but we we would consider sending you some if you'd like some of our favorite favorite sheets. Truly. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. They are the most comfortable sheets. They are made from clean bamboo. It's the most comfortable fabric you'll ever feel. They feel like silk. They're more breathable than cotton. They're hypoallergenic. They're sustainable. We are obsessed. We have them. We sleep on them separately, but we do sleep on them. (laughs) Yes, it is true. They are separately, but our partners love them. They absolutely do. That's right. Um, you know, I love them, Sarah. I sleep so much better now because I used to sweat when I slept. I was a, a, I run hot and these sheets keep me at an optimal comfort level and body temperature. I'm cool. I get better sleep. They're buttery, hypoallergenic. I never wake up with any sort of irritations or allergens. They're the best. The best. They're a B Corp company, climate neutral certified, um, uh, and a member of the 1% for the planet. So they are really great, sustainable. Like we said, you can get $25 off your order. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. And then use code my podcast at checkout. E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. Code my podcast at checkout. $25 off your betting order now. Go enjoy them, Michael. Um, yeah. Should we talk about <laughs> Emily and Brennan? I... Yeah, there wasn't a bunch tonight, which kind of bums me out because I, you know, I just really want to sink my teeth into her. I know. I, well, uh, listen, they, they, they were the, I think they were the first wedding we saw, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. tonight. Um, because we're a little bouncing around here since we started off with the wedding of Michael. <laughs> Crown Gate. Crown Gate. Um, she, Really likes to just, she, listen, she is who she is. She throws it out there. He goes, so really, you've never been in a relationship? Like, haha, maybe that, nope, never been. Going from zero to 100 right here on the wedding day. And he's just like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, I like him. They're, they they seem like they're going to be attracted to each other. You mean like they're going to fuck like rabbits, but it's not going to work out with their personalities, what you're trying to there say. There we go. I agree. I think that's it. I agree. The, the, first of all, I, again, I am all for a person just putting it out there, being who they are. But just the first thing you say when you sit down is ask if your family likes to party. Made me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, it's just really, why don't I get to pass that second date? So did your easy fucking, I brought these glow sticks for your family. Are you guys ready? Happy fourth. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's fucking bananas. It's bananas. It just, I think that it, it, the way she worded it, I think just saying, so does your family like to party? Because like, even if you say, first of all, I just don't think you should ask your brand new husband if he likes to party. Just the way that. That term, all of it just sounds weird to me. If I ever said to John, hey, do you want to go party? He'd be like, I, what the fuck happened to you? Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's okay. That's how, you know, everyone talks the way they want to talk. I don't, it's more that she said, does your family like to party? It, for some <laughs> for some reason, I thought, what does that mean? 
Yeah, I I don't get I didn't get that either. I thought that was very interesting, but I did like that his response of where he's like, I'm 100 percent Russian and my dad doesn't drink water. He drinks vodka. I think that had to be music to her ears, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, she definitely she she looked sort of critical at first. Like, oh, really? And then when yeah. he basically confirmed it, she goes, cool. So there's a you know, solid chance you do too, kind of like you have it in you. <laughs> so we're going to have a solid Christmas. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she just, they, I, they seem to, they like the same dog. I don't know. Um, I know we have to get in some adopt don't shop conversations <laughs> or anything, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they acted like that was a, a soulmate connection that they like the same dog. Yeah. Um, they didn't show them a bunch and then, but she is on after party. She's, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a take on these two yet, except I don't think it's going to work out because I just think she's going to be, it, sometimes somebody more, more extroverted can help bring out somebody more introverted and that, and they can help balance each other out and all those things. I understand that, but I just, I felt that he looked a little bit of like a deer in headlights with her. Did you get that impression? I got that impression too. And when you talk about extrovert or introvert, you know, that's how it's, it's about their behavior, right? And how they sort of present themselves or how they act in social situations. I don't see a lot under the surface from her, whether she's extroverted or was introvert, like the, just the, your family party. And just even like on after party when, they were, uh, Keisha was asking how they decided what gifts to give their future spouse that they'd never met. And she's like, well, I just got him knives because I wanted to get some we could we could add to our shared home. You know, like she was at Bed Bath & Beyond and had a one of those 15% offs and thought, fuck yeah, I like to cut up limes for my Coronas. This will be perfect. You know, I mean, I don't feel like there was a whole, I don't see... And it's not that I dislike her. It's more like, I'm just like, why are you, why are you getting married? Yes. Uh, why are you getting married? Honestly, she's someone I'd love to go to Mexico with or something. I mean, I feel like it'd be, I always like when I'm not the most drunk person, I think we'd have a ball, but um, yeah, I just don't, this isn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I agree. And I think that's it when we are, when, when we're being, critical of a match in this way. It's as many people have pointed out, she has not been in a relationship. Your first relationship being marriage is a who boy. Um, and then she just doesn't seem like so far. She doesn't seem to give a shit. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) And she was even like, Oh, and then the knives, maybe he'd like think, Oh no, is, is this bitch crazy? Which isn't really necessarily what you want someone to think yeah. first off. So I think there's a, uh, I think her level of maturity for settling down into a marriage right this second doesn't appear to be there. In my opinion, maybe she'll prove us all wrong, but she won't. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that because she's such a, uh, sort of novice green to this, to, to a relationship that maybe she'll, he'll be able to, they'll mold into something that's just like, oh, okay, this, so this is me in a relationship, you know, maybe it'll just be like, she'll, you know, the blind leading the blind and it'll be great. But, um, I don't, I don't see, I can't, I want her on every after party though. Oh, I think I, she's a, I think she's a loose cannon. <laughs> I, do I really too. do. I want her on the yeah. podcast. The second this show is oh, over. Me too. Yeah. Me I, too. And yeah. I would like to film it live at, at, a, at happy hour. So the invitation oh, is can there. Can we do that? Yeah. Please. Yes. That would be amazing. Yeah. I can, we can write off uh, plane tickets to um, Hell yeah. Colorado for this or bring her to LA. She'd love it. I would say, I think tipsy cow, just uh, the three of us oh. just really just kind of get cozy. We're going to have a nice time. So yeah. Emily, get ready. Um, Buckle up. It, Becca and Austin were the next couple that I have written down to talk yes. about. Yes. Okay. Well, you know what I got from him though? Um, what, what? Sorry, what? I interrupted you, but no. on um, after party, and it wasn't like his attitude or something, but some, uh, he, I got Ryan 
from Houston vibes from her from him. Oh, funny you said that because I thought about Ryan too. So does that mean that he friend zoned her? That's what you're. That's what you felt, or you just thought he kind of reminded you of Ryan? Uh, both. Uh, both. Yes, but he did too. remind me of. He did remind me of Ryan in his demeanor and also in in sort of talking. I I didn't get much from him as far as him being super into her, but we'll see. I I was surprised because she's so No, that's not true because I was different on after party. I I understand they're, they're not able to reveal where they are now. So it's like, so they have to, they probably just act a little weird because they actually, their wedding was really cute. Like they seemed really into each other at their wedding. I mean, he was really emotional, but just sort of demeanor and, and I think looks wise, someone in our podcasters group wrote, does, does Austin know that he can wear a hat forwards? And that made me laugh. So, oh. <laughs> I think, <laughs> so That's great. something about him just gave me, reminded me of Ryan. And I don't mean that in a negative or positive way. I just mean he reminded me of him. I, I'm, this is not just a typical me too, but I swear to God, I saw it too, because I thought about okay. him and okay. I, yep, I did. Yep. I love how, I love how he, his gift to her was her perfume. That was crazy. That was, yeah. And then she said she even knows where he bought it and this, and the clerk that, because that's where she always buys it or something. And that was interesting because that's a, that's a very bold gift because perfume is very specific. You either, I mean, personal, it's so personal. It's so specific. Some people will not wear it. Some people will. I don't, like to wear perfume, it kind of gives me a headache. So there's just a whole list of uh, of of things that are like, oh, that was a bold choice, and then it turned right. out to be the one that she wears, which I thought that was pretty crazy. That was really, yeah, I liked that so much. He showed so much more personality this week, and again, I know that we only have seen them a little bit, but but I, you know, I go, I'm like. Uh, Emily, I go zero to a hundred with my feelings about these people without knowing them too. So it is what it is. I thought he was going to be a dud with a capital D and I really liked his personality. Like he's funny, his friend, like he has a good sense of humor. I, he didn't bore me. No. In fact, when he was trying on tuxes and he, and then he goes, oh yeah, this one says, oh boy, that boy hot. I thought, you know what? He's fun. He's yeah. fun. It made me laugh. Um, his friends seem to be on board with this. They said he's usually indecisive. So maybe it's good. This decision's made for him. I'm not ever quite sure if I agree with that one, but same it, it, it did. I I thought they were so cute and bubbly. They both like Nintendo. They talked about their Mario carts. Uh, you know, there was a lot of cute stuff and he got really, really emotional. And he did seem to really enjoy how bubbly she was. I mean, she was cute. She ran up and hugged him. She looked beautiful. They hugged, they jumped into each other. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. And even when his mom looked like she was going to maybe run out of the building when her, uh, her friends had written the vow and called her a sex vixen. um, Oh yeah. Yeah. She was now I do want to discuss the obvious about her with her health issues. Um, you know, she said when she was trying on dresses, she needed not something not tight in the stomach because she's recovering from surgery. That was, I think, I think she said it was endometriosis, and then she had to get an appendectomy from it. Um, but it was endometriosis because it tried, like, yeah, it traveled somewhere else. And I don't. Anyway, obviously, she knows what her health issues are. Um, does that mean they can't bone for a while? <laughs> oh, because I'm mature and I just need to know. Well, all I remember is in college, uh, one of my roommates one year had a, had endo, I always say it wrong, say it. Endometriosis. Endometriosis, quite significantly. And her boyfriend was always visiting and they were always boning. Okay. So that leads me to say, I think it's fair game. I think, you know. Well, but she just be- had, sur- I'm just saying after surgery, she's still recovering from the surgery. Well, unless they went up through her vag, I think she should be fine. But if you have like stomach stitches, you can't necessarily have sex, can you? Well, lay on your stomach, protect it. You can figure it out. <laughs> if it was so, if it was so you know, if it was such a delicate thing right now, I think 
she would have maybe pushed off the wedding or, you know what I mean? I think, well, we'll I find out. I don't think out. so. This is, so this is the thing about this and I've seen it being discussed and this is what there it is. She has a very, very good attitude for somebody who has a, a clearly chronic debilitating at times illness, autoimmune. I believe she said it was, I saw some people say they think they know what it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to diagnose somebody else's, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether or not someone can bone with stitches. So I'm obviously not a doctor or <laughs> smart enough to uh, interfere in this. But I've seen the conversation about whether or not it's like it's a fair thing to match somebody to both of them, to put them in the position to meet at first sight and then start having to right out of the gate navigate something like this. Is that, does that seem fair to him and to her? Right. Right. You know, I, I it's funny cause I hadn't really thought about that too much. And I guess it would actually maybe give even more reason for her to do a show like this, to have professionals match her with someone that they feel can handle would not only be supportive, but also would be able to handle it and it wouldn't ruin their lives. You know what I mean? Like maybe a team player or some. So, I mean, I just think I agree that that. I mean, OK, it would be like different to me if like I was I signed up for the show and I got matched up with somebody whose dick didn't work or something. You know what I mean? Like something that, you know, I'm looking for, you know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> one of one of my top top line items. Okay. Like that I think would be very unfair. But I think get she you that so much certificate, girl. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need a I need a framed stamped girth certificate. <laughs> so I think that I think because um this is gonna center, you know, this is a chronic illness. It's not it's not something that's, you know it's going to affect their lives, but it's not like it's going to take her away from him soon or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. Right. I think she offers enough as a, I think like, I think it is fair because I think that she, you know, you know what I think she'll bring more to the table than will hurt. But, Oh yeah, totally. No, I agree. I mean, it's not that I'm saying she doesn't deserve or he, no, but I just, no. I, it's like your it experience could be very debate. different than what you expected is in the, the honeymoon. If, she doesn't, if she's not able to do certain things, but I mean, I know she's very active in spite of all this. I mean, she's a complete badass for having such a great bubbly personality when she's clearly dealt with a, you know, a, a just been thrown a bunch of shit for, in life. So I don't, I just, I think sometimes I wonder, um, but you're right. She's, she hopefully that's us putting some faith in the experts has been matched with someone that they know is going to be good with this. I would like to say that next season, to your point of saying it's not going to take her away from him, this whatever, um, it would be great. Next season, I want them to match someone with someone that only has nine weeks to live. <gasps> oh, Sarah. <laughs> So we can just get right to decision day, huh? That took me a second, but boy, that's funny. <laughs> oh, man. On, a, on decision day, do you want to stay married or do you want to get a, get a divorce? Because he's going to be dead in a week. So you can do whatever you want. You could do, <laughs> yeah. You, do you want to be a widow or do you want to be a divorcee? It's up to you. Oh, we have fun. Girl, we do have fun, don't we? We're fun. We're fun. I think that we are. Oh. Um, I would like for us. Oh, I thought. Uh, by the way, his um, his his friends seemed fun too. Like his flower guy. Yeah, seemed real fun. And her best friend was so sweet. So they have. Oh. They're surrounded by good people. Yeah, their support system is super super strong. And I I really like her mom. Seems really sweet. She was present and like you. Even when they're watching um, the nuptials, if you will, her friends like all hugged up on her mom as they're sitting there like they're so happy for her. And his, you know, his mom 
she'll have a glass of wine or two and calm down, hopefully. You know what I mean? Because Becca seems quite special. So Yeah, I think she I think she'll enjoy her. I think she'll be like, This girl's so sweet. You can't really not think that. But um she chilled out a little. She said, you know, I wasn't on board with this, but I'm here. She was at the wedding. She was there to to support. So that's a good <laughs> 2.5 of Xanax later. <laughs> I'm here. I can stand up right now. Yeah. I decided to come here after mm-hmm. <laughs> after medicating myself. Um, before we move on to our next couple, Claire and Cameron, we should probably tell you about Little Spoon because yes. we love them. And we know that a lot of our listeners have children and you love the drama of a reality show. You love the drama of Married at First Sight, but you don't love the drama at your kitchen table, do you? So you yeah. let Little Spoon take that out. It's a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime, snack time for your baby, for your toddler, even for your big kids. And it's delivered right to your door. So you can have Little Spoon in your life for years, but since it covers all the ages, um, to make mealtime healthy, tasty, and easy. Mary, I know you got some faves in this. Yes, I do. I seriously, between the lunchers, the the plates for the toddlers, the snacks, all of the things, fruit rippers, dipsters, all of it delivered right to your door and very reasonably priced. For example, the plate specifics for the toddlers and the big kid food, under seven bucks a meal, under $3 a smoothie. Check it out. You will be so pleased. You will be. It's flexible, easy. Everything stores right in the fridge. It comes right to your door. You can pick the menu, change up what you order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. Okay. Your kids are going to love it. You're going to love it. So we have a really solid code for you, littlespoon.com slash my podcast, and then enter my podcast at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. So littlespoon.com slash my podcast, enter code my podcast for 30% off at checkout and make this year's chaos a little more manageable. Mary. Yes. Claire and Cameron. What do we Claire think? and Cameron. Claire and Stave for those who've been <laughs> listening. Um, okay. I I like okay. I'm just gonna come out with some thoughts on Cameron. Oh, do okay. It. I can't, I'm not gonna set it up. I'm not gonna be polite. I don't know. You know, I really like his accent. I think he's a nice guy, but I I do not know one thing about him other than he's from New Zealand. He, he signed up for this show. Stave. I just don't really in the fact that he's supposedly picky. I'm absolutely obsessed with his, uh, American air quotes, mom, Nancy. She seems like a fucking ball. (laughs) Like I would love to hang, go get a couple carafts with her. She seems like a lot of fun. Real dry sense of humor, like when they're getting ready to walk down the aisle and she's like, you want to, should I get the car? Or, you know, I mean, she's a funny lady. I don't know what I think about them. I don't know what I think about him. So therefore I cannot come up with a thought about them as a couple, if that makes sense. I agree. There's also not, they didn't show us that much um, this time. They, um, they showed... I, you know, I thought he looked sharp in his tux. I thought she looked beautiful in her dress. There was a lot of conversation. Claire refers a lot about how she's been too focused on herself and her goals. And now she needs to live and grow with someone, but not, but that she's in a position to not be too dependent on them, which is a good point in your life to be stepping into a relationship. I agree, which would be the opposite of Emily. But mm-hmm. I, um, I, I don't, every time she talks about that, I mean, she, Obviously, she is a trip. Uh, well, she was a quadruplet. They lost their brother, and then she's got the two the two sisters. Um, so she's a family person. But I don't know. I can't get. A, I guess I just can't get a read. So I'm just spitting facts about her that everyone knows. Well, yeah, but you know, it's it's funny. I thought it was. I thought it was funny how she reacted to getting the stuffed animal. The like a kiwi that was that it's a bird that's in New Zealand, right? Sure. I don't know, whatever. I'm pretty sure something like that. Listen, Cameron. Yeah. This is another reason we can't get a a read on him. Cause if uh, the crown and the sword were just mean, this was just lame a little bit. Yeah. It was just a little lame. God bless him. It was a little lame, but he seems like a nice guy 
And maybe um, he thought it would be endearing and maybe she thought it was. Well, and I thought he would think he probably thought, oh, this will tell her a little bit about me because I think, you know, like this is the isn't never mind. it doesn't matter. I, I thought it was going to say, yeah, because it's a it's a flightless bird that's no that's um, endemic to New Zealand. So like it'd be like a little bit of a, hey, little, from, little thing about me. I have an accent. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. But um, so I see where it was coming from. But she she wasn't even like, oh, that's cute. She was like, oh, no, this isn't great. <laughs> so I was just like, rut row. <laughs> like, you know, we're already in trouble here. Yeah. She basically said, let's pretend that didn't happen because, she you knows she sent him this fabric yeah. that represents her Scottish heritage. And then he kind of joked like, oh, her hers is a little more thoughtful than mine. And the letter that I wrote with it that was talking about the fucking stuffed animal like it was a pet. So yeah. I think whoops, they might start off on the wrong foot. I think so too. I think, I think Nancy has every right to be nervous for him. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, she was very emotional. Uh, Cameron's mimosas were way too yellow. I always think of you. Do you see them? They're like fluorescent yellow. Like they're not like the kind of mimosas you drink that are just strictly champagne. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw them. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's uh, as, as that there's been a video that went around of someone using an eyedropper to put orange juice in their mimosa. And that is the oh. correct way to drink a mimosa. His were, his were definitely too yellow. Come on, married at first sight. Do a little better in the alcohol department for, for their wedding day because I know they're going to need it. And I think um, they're they're they are hard to get a read. Which does this sound? This may come out wrong, but it doesn't matter because now we know that we can just issue apologies and wear crowns. Um, yeah, make statements, formal statements. Do, do, is there a chance that Claire is a little selfish? Yeah. Okay. I, I, and mm-hmm. I don't, and that could be completely wrong. Um, and so we'll see because he doesn't, again, why I can't get a read on him. And I guess I'm just digging for something with these two. Cause there wasn't much to, to this episode. So it's just, I loved her talking about getting comfortable in her skin. I did because I understand how hard that is for a lot of people, for women. It's, I have the, I had the exact same issue and now I'm, eh, sometimes I'm still not, but for the most part, I am. And it is a very nice feeling, especially when you used to not be. But for some reason, when somebody talks about themselves and then they start crying about themselves, yeah. I get real thrown off. <laughs> yes. And I love it wasn't until you pointed that out to me probably years ago now, but it really it's so it's so funny to me and so telling like you're like the only thing that can bring that person to tears. And, and that's why we're exaggerating, but tip it's like, it's like just talking about themselves. And it, I noticed it too. And it's so funny where it's just like, you know, eyes dry as a bone until you really start going inside and talking about yourself. It really makes me laugh. And yeah. I, oh, yeah, I see it a little bit. And it might be, you know, all the extras, the cameras, the oh, whatever. Well, we'll find sure. out. Yes. But I see it. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's why. And, and she was talking about something that can get you emotional when you're like, I just haven't been comfortable in my own skin. But just like, <laughs> I don't know, just fucking bawling about how good you look in a dress and making yourself real good. It's just, but her whole family was emotional too. They were really sweet. So, um, I just, uh, I don't know. I can't, I, do I can't, if you know that if you ever, uh, clothes shopping, let alone dress shopping with me and you see me looking in the mirror and welling up, you better just go get the bottle of champagne <laughs> and not even just fuck the mimosas, fuck the juice. It wouldn't be because I was, you know, really feeling myself. It, yeah. It's, uh, it'll, everybody, I, they're feels not going to it sometimes. That's what they played. <laughs> After she oh, really? got emotional After about she- herself. Everybody feels it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. 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 Not so, not exactly we'll a banger, was it? <laughs> no, it was not. No, they're they can't top. I didn't think they could top country kick, country kissing, hillbilly hugging oh, from last hillbilly season. Hugging. But Whew. the running away, I mean, I want it's like I want it felt like a like a 
En Vogue cover band was singing it and I just fucking felt oh, it in my bones. That's fun. I, hey, again, make a banger compilation. Well, I, listen, Lauren and Orion. Yes. I, I have so many thoughts. I, mean, I just, I can't, I, I am obsessed with her in a yes. lot of, I think she's really amazing. I'm obsessed with him. I really, I like him. I didn't feel they they were really, I don't know that they were clicking. I thought he was blown away with her. I mean, she looked yeah like a supermodel walking down the aisle. She was stunning and they all were on this, but she just, I think he just seemed very nervous. And so she's very confident. And so I am concerned about that, but he is so sweet and so, um, interested. He seems so thoughtful about other people. So I don't know. I, what is your take? I, I feel that again, we've talked a little bit. I think he's very in touch with his feminine side. I feel that I don't, I feel just going right out there. My gut is when she saw him, I don't think it's what she was expecting in terms of like a, you know, a tall, thin, white, looking man with a bun and earrings. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But but then there was one moment where I was sort of thrown and it's when they kissed and he went in and he dominated like he he very I don't know how how else to say it, but he he took a kiss from her, if you will, in a very, in a, it looked like they really, like she was like sort of blown away. And I was too. I was like, oh, well, yeah. if he's swinging that girthy, you know, python around like, the way he's kissing, maybe it'll be some, like he'll show his masculinity through sexuality. Well, that's, I think he will. I don't really worry about that for him because I think that he's explained very much from his culture as an indigenous man, how they, have this meeting of the masculine and feminine sides being in touch with. And he explained why he was wearing his hair that way. And he explained why he was wearing the earrings. And I think that she is going to appreciate and really like all of that. And yeah. I do think that, um, yeah, that he, I, you know, the, the, I could, we could argue, I mean, my husband's very beefy and tall and obviously played football and there's a lot of, but he's a very sensitive guy. Like, very sweet, yeah. very sensitive, but nails it in the bedroom to very in touch with his feminine side, but be from being raised by a mom and two sisters, um, loves mimosas, loves brunch, loves Broadway plays, like just, uh, you know, and is very manly at the same time. So I think being in touch with your feminine size can, it can feminine side can also make you very manly. If I'm babbling now, but I think everyone gets it. No, no, absolutely. And I'm just, I'm speaking mostly about a first impression. Of course. Oh yeah, totally. That's why I just think that's gonna, I think the good thing for that is that she's going to see and appreciate where it all comes from and who he is. But I agree. She even said when they said, uh, like they were talking about attraction, she's like, my husband's cute. Like she kind of yeah, paused when she said it. Um, and they were talking beforehand and she said, you know, that that attraction can grow. Her and her friends were talking, her and her friends were talking about it. And so she talked about how that could go. And then he was trying to, he was saying he's not trying to think about the physical and he just wanted someone, you know, that he, that in a reciprocal, like, and good personal values, all this stuff. I mean, he got, but I just think, yes, if you put them together at first, she's just like, she blows you away. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I, I felt that they, she loved that they, she thought that they were already spiritually connected from the gift that he gave her with the, um, yes, the, the turquoise, I think it was. And, and he talked about, uh, about what it meant to him from his ancestors and whatnot. So I think she was all, I think she was, uh, that might've helped her realize that he was going to be more of like a, 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 a spiritual attraction to her late. I don't know. I mean, it's right, the second episode. Right. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, we it's we know so much, but we don't. And it's uh, when they when they sort of connected when they were chatting after the ceremony about their astrological 
their moons and their, I mean, I start to brown out because I don't know enough, but there was like the, you know, Sag and this, whatever, I'm going to get it wrong. But the fact that um, oh, the they were aligned. And the rising. Yeah. And the, yeah. They mm-hmm. were, that was, that seemed to be a kind of clutch to both of them. So, you know, I could see where maybe Pepper and, and Kale are thinking, okay, you know, there's two people where they're going to complement each other, but they also have a whole lot in common or they're, you know, the, again, that they're going to align on. Yeah. I, I, I felt watching them talk. My biggest concern was how nervous he seemed um, com- and how comfortable she seemed. And then, so I don't, but again, you just got married at first sight. You got cameras on your face. You, um, uh, you know, I, who knows? So he, like you said, he was super confident when, when the kid, when it came to the kiss, I was glad everyone kissed. Everyone went yeah, for it. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. That was nice. It's funny. That's why I like talking to you because I sort of felt differently when I was watching them talk. But now it makes sense. I'm wondering. So I didn't see him as nervous. I saw her mm. as being almost overly positive, almost like trying to make it okay. And then that led me to believe she was almost the, like just trying to like like fix it or get through it. Like she was a little nervous, but then now I'm wondering if she was sensing his nerves and that's why she was doing that. But either way, I, I sort of read it differently. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I felt I, I thought he came across as nervous, but then you could be right too. I mean, we are, this is, as everyone knows, we're on episode two and boy, do we go through roller coasters of how we feel about everyone and everything. Um, yeah, I I mean, I had what was it say? We're not always right. I had to Amazon a crown so I could issue a formal statement this week. Okay. We're willing to be wrong is what we're saying, but we Listen, do have more to say. We do have more to say. I will say that the minute we saw on Maths Fan that she had given him those gifts, even though we weren't sure if it was going to air or if we were ever going to find that out to be confirmed, we both, we texted and, and Mary said, I'm, I'm Amazoning a crown just in case we find out <laughs> at some point where this yep. came from. And I thought, good on you. And here we are. And here we, we are. did it. We, we hashtag crown gate is, is officially over. And yeah. I mean, we won't stop talking about it, but it's over. So oh, yeah. I have plenty of more thoughts. So we're going to go over to Patreon where you can join us again. It's $7 a month. You get uh, bonus episodes on Thursday, bonus content about Married at First Sight. You get your Sunday episodes that are just fun, fun, fun stuff. So join us there. Get your merch at the link in bio. Math's whole, we keep showing them, but even though you guys can't see us, but, um, and also there's, uh, are you might, there's all kinds of different t-shirts for you there. So join us. Um, and if you don't join us on Patreon now, we will see you next Thursday. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?